0: And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the PackerNet Podcast. It is that time once again. Yeah, I'm talking about that PackerNet pack daddy stock market Packers exchange game. Going to be going through the results of this week's stock market results. If you're here for Packers news and information, um, that will be tomorrow morning. Thank you for joining us. If you're curious what I'm talking about, we've got a little game. We play it. We like it. It's fun. It's also free. So please head to the Facebook group and inquire there, or reach out to me, and we'll get you all hooked up. But essentially, all we're doing is we're buying and selling shares of Green Bay Packers players, and depending on how they play that week. The price will either go up or down, meaning you will either make or lose money. It's a fun game for nerds like us. Do you you really, I mean, I keep saying, do you have to be a nerd? It's just a fun game, isn't it? It's just kind of awesome. It's like Monopoly, but better and Packers, which is double better. So, no, it's just, it's not, you're just, you are just the worst if you don't like it, I think. It's not nerds, you're just, you're not a good person, I think. I don't know what I'm talking about. Why don't we just take one short little break? Then we'll come back and run through the scores. Does that sound good to y'alls? Well, it's what we're doing, so talk to you in a bit. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view, By putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. So in last place, and continuing to lose money, we got Tommy A. That's Thomas A, but please remember that I'm going to change your name. If that means you're not sure if I'm talking about you, I don't know how to rectify that. I like to spice stuff up. It's how I roll. Thomas A, Tommy A. Tommy Guns. Do we have a Tommy Guns? All right, you're Tommy Guns now. Tommy Boy put his faith in B.J. Goodson, which did not exactly pan out. Blake Martinez, he, he's putting his money in guys that are low, assuming they have to go up, except these are not good football players, generally speaking, so that's not the case. Geronimo Allison went down a little bit. Uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling, uh, his price was very low, went down a little bit. Rashawn Gary did go up, but not much, and certainly not enough to nullify the negative effects. So he's plugging away, man. Tommy Guns just—it's uh, just not happening. He started off with 596, or excuse me, 651 down to 596. Next up, we got Big Zach B. Lost 16% of his money, went from 715 down to 597. Zach went with the bold strategy of going all in on Aaron Rodgers, and the only reason that's bold is because that's some expensive stock. And so even if he had a really good game, it's only going to go up a little bit. And if he has a really bad game, it's going to go down a lot. Fortunately, he didn't have a bad game. He had a good game, but that's still less than what he's at right now. So he lost a good portion of his, his net worth. Next up, we got Kyle Beans. Kyle was one of two people that played, but actually somehow managed to break even. Put money down on Brian Balaga, Darnell Savage, Elton Jenkins, and that's it. In all three of them almost broke exactly even. Uh, Elton went back a half of a step. Darnell Savage, three-tenths went up. Brian Balaga went up 1.5, but yeah, basically dead even. So he is holding at 819 shrewd bucks. Next up, we got Michael H., brand new player. I was thinking Michael Hotcakes, but he'd probably take that the wrong way. So first week, probably won't go with Hotcakes. We'll circle back to that next week got certain connotations that i want to avoid but mikey comes in we hand him a thousand dollars and he just wraps it around a grenade come on mike it's a free thousand dollars man i'm gonna be wasting my my precious money like that put two shares down on aaron Rodgers, two down on alan lazard who i mean look here's the thing and you you handle your money how you want (sighs) never mind i i i'm i'm not going to give away the the secrets man Secrets of the trade. I can't do it. Plus, I like when people go, I, I'm not going to try to sway anybody because then I don't want everybody doing all the same stuff. That's boring. So never mind me. Uh, did put some money down on Jamal. That one wasn't bad. Although it was because Jamal went backward. Uh, Preston Smith went backward in a pretty big way. And then, what is this, Zedarius? Zedarius is already really high. So he had a good day, but he went backwards. So pretty brutal start. Starting with $1,000 down to eight fifty one. Next up, Annie M, starting at 891, dropped down to 870. Actually had a really good investment with Kevin King, unfortunately. Basically nullified that with Preston Smith, who went down to about the exact same degree. Elton Jenkins went back a little bit, and then Corey Lindsley went back a little bit. So you end up kind of losing a little bit of your cash. Not much, only 2%, but still kind of going in the wrong direction here. Next up, we got three players in a row that are brand spanking new. Jared F., Daniel M. and Steve H. We got Kyle D. sandwiched in between. And then after that, Justin P. is also a new player. We had five new players. Every single one of you guys lost money. Come on, man. Almost everybody made money this week. Step up your game. But Jared actually broke a cardinal rule and put money down on a guy that didn't play. Now, for those that don't know, maybe he did because I've seen people put money down on guys that weren't supposed to play and then ended up playing because of an injury and made a bunch of money on it. But guys that don't play their value gets cut in half so dexter fidel brown josh jackson some guys probably are not even on the team anymore on this list because i don't see any reason to clean it up but uh, that those five shares of josh jackson got cut in half uh kenny clark was an absolutely fantastic buy and if it wasn't for the josh jackson thing you know you'd be in pretty good shape but that basically nullified itself and then five shares on aaron Rodgers, which we've already talked about Danny Boy went in on Devontae thinking he was going to have a big day. He had a great day, but Devontae's already at 85, so kind of hard to get past that. Kenny Clark, oh wait, no, sorry. Kevin King, still a good buy, but Preston, man, Preston sunk a lot of people. It's not a bad buy either because Preston's been doing pretty good this year. He's only at 70, which we're using PFF numbers, and a 70 is good. So Zadarius, for example, is at 82.6. So if you assume Preston is is maybe not quite as good as Zadarius, but pretty close, I'm looking at Preston thinking, him having like an 85-day one time is not that unreasonable. It's probably just as likely as him going down to 50, but of course he went down to 50, and it's his second bad week in a row. So it's not, you know, thinking he's going to have a rebound year. I think I might have put money on Preston too. I don't know. Find out when we get there, but he's hurting a lot of people. Then Steve went in on Marquez, he went in on Kevin King, so those basically kind of rode each other off. I think Kevin King was probably better than whatever. Uh, Danny Vitale somehow lost value, Blake Martinez went backwards, and B.J. Goodson. So It seems like the bad strategy this week was to pick guys that were kind of low value. A lot of times that does actually work out. But it seems like this week, the guys that haven't been doing good this year just kind of continued not being good this year. So if you're going in on BJ hoping he's going to have a good day, because if you have a starting value in the f- like 40s or 50s, if you just go out there and basically lay on the ground, you're going to get a 60. Like go out, just stand there, get off the field, boom, 60. And you make a bunch of money. But um, everybody that's been bad stayed bad. Kyle D went down a little bit, four percent. He lost 970, or yeah, 979 down to 945. Kyle went all in on David Bakhtiari. Not the worst strategy in the world, because David Bakhtiari is at a 70, and his normal range is like mid 80s. I mean, he's up there with like you know Aaron Rodgers and Devonte and everybody else. So again, 70 is relatively high, but you kind of expect him to have a big day. On the other hand, we've got a long track record of scores that have got us to 70 thus far so you know we're kind of getting to that point where you just kind of are what you are i guess but i I could understand that he was kind of fortunate that he only went from 70 down to 67 because when you put all your money on a guy that didn't have a great day that could have been a lot worse then the final new guy of the group and he spread all his stuff out he only put two shares on darnell savage and darnell did oh he went forward a little bit but Chandon Sullivan was another guy that did not play, so he got cut in half. That was a brutal one. Uh, Alan Lazard went back in a big way. Adrian Amos, he was another really good investment. So two really good investments with um, Adrian Amos and uh, oh yeah 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 Darnell Savage. Actually, that was a mediocre, whatever. They went up. Amos was a great investment for anyone that went that route. And actually, I'm surprised more people didn't go Amos, because Amos is at 68. So that's another one where, okay, maybe he's not as good as David Bakhtiari, but like a 75-ish, maybe an 80. But he he paid off in a big way this week. Nobody really capitalized. It doesn't look like. Yeah, Justin was literally the only one that bet anything on Adrian Amos. That's a little surprising. All right, well, that ends all of the... uh... The new folks. It also ends all of the negatives. We have not had a single positive yet, but we get our first positive with Mr. Kevin S. Kevin was in the red with 858. Finally, got himself back into the black with 10000585. You figure out the numbers. No, I, I I I choose not to say it in a normal way. 10000585. <laughs> all right, that's how it's being said. But Kevin actually had a great day. It went up 17%, which is one of the better gains on the day, uh, if I can find him here. Usually when you get a real big return, it's because you went all in on somebody, and that's what Kevin did. That's what I'm going to have to do one of these days, but I'm too much of a coward. He went in on Montrevious Adams. That was a pretty, I mean, it, it's, it's another example of buying low and just hoping the guy goes out and is a log. Montrevious Adams had a bad day. His grade was a 51.8, which is not good, but his starting price was 44.2. So Kevin's like, all right, I'm going all in, and hopefully he just goes out there and just stands in one spot, which he didn't quite do because, again, stand in one spot, don't get moved, 60. He got a 51, but, yeah, 17% return, big jump. Kevin's making moves, man. Next up, we got Trevor. Trevor is another one that broke almost exactly even, going in on Vitali savage and kevin king so basically savage was a break even and then kevin king and danny vitale were a wash so if you didn't put seven on on uh, danny vitale you'd have been in a pretty good way but you know is what it is it's not it's not even that bad again danny's kind of low but i also think he's there's certain guys here and this is the strategy i probably shouldn't say out loud but you got to think in terms of fan base Understand that everything that I've been telling you is 90% a result of what PFF is telling me. So if you think somebody's really, really good, but I'm telling you PFF has been giving him bad grades since forever, that's probably not going to change. In other words, just by you playing this game doesn't change the fact of him just not generally being a very good football player. And so there are certain fan favorites like Kumaro. If you come in here and you're like, dude, Kumaro's value so low and he's so good. That's crazy. I'm buying all Kumaro. Well, it's low because he hasn't been very good. It's just overinflated in your brain. And I'm not saying that's what, what uh, Trevor did. I'm just saying there, there definitely are certain people that get invested in probably more than they should. And usually they don't pan out all that well. Now, Kevin King has been great. Like the last two weeks in a row, people have just been going all in on Kevin King just to shove it in my face, and Kevin King has just been tearing it up for about two weeks. Now, granted, a 70 isn't necessarily tearing it up, but his grade is really low because he's been so bad all year. So he's just a great investment as long as as long as long that value stays low overall and he continues to play this way, he's just a guarantee every week. So, anyways. Um, of the rest of all these guys, only three people lost money. Phil B. is one of them. O- starting off with 1157 down four percent to 1112 he threw his money on um, jair elton jenkins marquez and rashawn gary now uh, jair just about broke even but he did go backwards elton jenkins about broke even but went backwards marquez i said went backwards rashawn gary went up but basically stayed the same so pretty much stayed the same But you got Jair and a few others that went backwards somewhat substantially. And so you lost, uh, what, 4%. Next up, we got Satchel. Apparently didn't play, so he's still sitting at 1,116. I'm not, is Satchel a guy? Did we talk about this already? Have we discussed this? I don't know. I should look it up in the Facebook group. But I'm I'm having entirely too much fun saying that name incorrectly. Next up, we have my half-Mexican lawyer, Blaine Patino. He had an increase of 3% from 1,128 to 1,159. But Blaine went in heavy on Blake Martinez, which was a really bad investment, but then also went in heavy on Kevin King, which is a really good investment. And since Kevin King slightly outweighed uh, Blake Martinez, get a little bit of an increase on that. So it's like aggressive diversification. I'm going to go all in on two guys. It's not a terrible strategy. Maybe I'll try that. That'll be my way of easing in because I'm such a coward. I spread all my money so evenly across everything to make sure that I don't lose all my money but gotta catch todd man next up brad h went up one percent brad's got vitale fever also went on kevin king so there's your wash marquez was a break even Rashawn gary was a break even and so you basically break even my man murillo went up three percent from 1219 to 1252 he went in heavy on darnell savage which is a break even and then went in real heavy on Rashawn gary which is also basically a break even but they both went up So he ended up going up a little bit. Next up, we got Michael S., who made a massive leap. Had a 14% increase, went from 1,144 all the way up to 1,299. Just about into that 1,300 category. But Prison Mike went eight shares on Kevin King, which was a big one. Eight shares on Rashawn Gary, which went up a little bit. Uh, Two shares on Kyler Fackrell, which was negligible. And then two shares on Will Redmond, which actually was a good investment. That was another one that nobody's putting anything in on. Will Redmond actually went up quite a bit. So, some solid investments there from Prison Mike. Next up, we got John S. John is tied for first place with biggest increase. John's value went from 1,084 to 1,365. It increased 26%. John's making moves, son. How did he do it? Well, you don't listen to the Pack Daddy. That's how you do it. He put 19 shares down on Kevin King. That's that's exactly how you do that. So, whoever I don't like, put all your... So, Brett Hundley. <laughs> Find out what he's doing and put all your money on Brett Hundley. Next up, Tyler L. went up 12%, another pretty big gain. 1,228 up to 1,376. He put 10 shares on Kevin King. He decided to hold back a good portion of his money for whatever reason. It's not a terrible strategy, but it does stink a little bit when you should have just put it all down and you'd have got a 26% increase. But, you know, it's alright. Jared S., who is next in line, actually dropped 13% from 1734 down to 1511 And because the distribution curve gets so wildly out of whack, it really would have only Actually, even if, if he broke even, he wouldn't have even gone down at all because the value started going up so quickly from here. So he lost over $200, but didn't lose a single place. <laughs> he would be in eighth place even if he broke even, which is where he's at right now. But still not a lot of fun, and Jared lost all his money, putting it all on Blake Martinez and Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Again, relatively fair to bet on them because the value is so low. Just didn't pan out this time. Next up in seventh place, we got Big Zach D. Went up 11% from 1,571 to 1,745. He put his money on uh, Montrevius and Rashawn. Both of them went up, but Montrevius was the big one. Uh, he put 17.8 shares down on that, so that was a big return. I don't know what is going on with my thing. It's acting all wonky. Sorry if the audio is kind of cutting in and out or whatever. It's acting all crazy, man. Yeah, this is this is basically the Pareto distribution at work here. Rich keep getting richer. I mean it's just, you know, if, you, if it makes sense, right? If you have more money, you put more money down. So a 12% increase for somebody with $500 compared to a 12% increase for somebody that has $1700, it's a big difference. It just it is crazy and it becomes discouraging as you're trying to climb the ladder and it's like, "Oh, I'm in fourth place" and you realize, "Yeah, but you're like $3000 behind the guy in front of you." It's crazy, man. Taylor was the other one who had a 26% increase. I probably don't need to explain to you how that happened because we already had somebody that had a 26% increase. But he went from $1,424 all the way up to $1,801. And that's exactly why I need to step up my game and start putting all my money down on people because the Zach D's and the Taylors of the world are going to catch me sooner than later. Speaking of me, I'm up next because I got LeapFrog because I'm sitting here messing around spreading my money all over the place. But I went up 2% from 1870 to 1905 Made a whopping $35. Why? Well, because I put 8 shares on Brian Balaga who broke even. I put 8 shares on Bakhtiari, who went backwards. 2 on Kenny Clark, which was a great investment. 2 on Kevin King, which was a good investment. Uh, 2 on Preston Smith, which nullified one of those two. 4 on Rashawn Gary, which was a break-even, so I more or less broke even. That is how that happens. Next up, the guy that leapfrogged me while I'm messing around, Jeff K went up seventeen percent from one thousand seven hundred seventy-seven to two thousand eighty-three. Jeff put forty shares on Montravius Adams. That is crazy. Y'all are crazy. Forty shares on Montravius Adams. Oh, he's a madman. Uh third place we got Billy billy only went up four percent but he went from 2005-13 to 2006-12 billy was kind of like me he just put his money everywhere billy turner darnell dean lowry geronimo jimmy graham kevin king montravious rashawn gary just scattershotting it just loading up the grape shot and just letting her fly I'm sure it's not impossible to make a bunch of money, but it just it becomes very difficult to do so. But you don't really lose money. I, I haven't lost money since I've been playing this game. So there's that. In second place, we got Dylan. Dylan actually lost 9%. That's what I'm afraid of. He went from 3335 down to 3041 So lost about $300. But uh, Dylan, who is an absolute madman, bought 55.5 shares of Jimmy Graham. Madman. Y'all are crazy. And then finally the guy we've all been chasing since day one, Todd G. Todd went from four thousand one hundred and thirty-six up to four thousand seven hundred and four. Fourteen percent increase, which isn't bad. It's fairly high, but um almost six hundred dollar increase. But Todd put fourteen point three shares on Danny Vitali, which went backwards. Uh, 15.2 shares of Dean Lowry, which was a pretty good investment. And then 11.8 shares of Kenny Clark, which was a fantastic investment. Um, and 14.9 on Kevin King, which was another fantastic investment. 18.7 shares on Montrevious, which was a really, really good investment. So Danny Vitale wasn't great, but he had a bunch of other really good investments. And so once again, we're all chasing the lead dog here, Toddy G., But anyways, once again, if you guys would like to get involved, just jump into the Facebook group and we'll get you jumping in here. Todd is the one that takes care of all this. It's a lot of fun. It's completely free. You don't have to buy in any of that stuff. We'll give you a thousand bucks. You buy some players and then they go up and they go down and, you you know, I get on here and I make fun of you and I make fun of your name. It's a great time. But anyways, I will talk to you all tomorrow. Have a good one. Bye-bye.